Welcome to Membership Maker, the podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of Memberspace. This podcast is brought to you by Memberspace, which turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. It's available for WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, Duda, Webflow, Weebly, Notion, HubSpot, and custom HTML websites. Learn more at memberspace.com. All right. Welcome, everybody. Today, I'm talking to Joanna Auburn, the co-founder and CPO at Trace, a company that empowers individuals and businesses to take immediate climate action by measuring and offsetting their carbon footprint. She has a master's in sustainable civil engineering and a long career in renewable and sustainable energy. Most recently, she spent four years as a lead product manager at Finder.com. Joanna, welcome to the Membership Maker podcast. We're thrilled to have you here. Hi, yes, a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Sometimes people are reluctant to start a membership site because they don't have the technical knowledge or skills they think they need. You built a business without being technical or having a developer. Can you tell us how that process was? Oh, yes. Now, this was a learning curve. From the very beginning, my co-founder and I were always, we always got the comments of, like, do you not have a CTO or have you got a developer? How are you going to handle everything? And honestly, that was a real weight on my shoulders with this being the sort of half of the business that I look after. Um, so it was something that definitely played on my mind. I've worked as a product manager for the last seven years. So that means I've been surrounded by technical people, technical lingo, and I might have a technical mindset, but I have never formally learned software development. So I could by no means build anything uh, fully from scratch. And when you're a PM, you always have a team of engineers to lean on to actually do the implementing for you and figure that thing out that you you can't do. And as the co-founder of Trace, like I certainly didn't. So there was a lot of roller coaster moments for me with this one. But I think the key thing here is understanding what you want in micro terms. So right draw flow diagrams, sketch it out, like what system you want to talk to another system. Like I want member space to tell my email CRM who that person is so that I can contact them. And then you know you've got to get an email from one system to another system. And there's loads of amazing tools out there that can help you do that. I think breaking things down firstly, so that you really understand the one thing that needs to happen to make that true is really, really important. And I think for me, I was overwhelmed by actually how far we could get without developers. No discredit to developers. I've worked with them all my life and it's an absolutely amazing career, but there are so many tools out there. You can really get so, so far nowadays with all of the tools that are available. I took advice from different people, talked to different people who've built things themselves before, but ultimately, you've got to just try tools. I think you've just got to try stuff out. And one thing I would, it might sound really, really obvious, but if you don't understand their wiki or like how-to articles on how to implement the tool, then you're not going to be able to use the tool. So I just looked for tools that had either great forums, great knowledge bases, great wikis, or a huge online community Online chat has been really helpful to me or very responsive email comms from those uh, providers just to make sure you've got that support if you need it and don't feel sort of backed into a corner or anything. I think 
The other thing that overwhelmed me with this process was thinking really far ahead. So, you know, in day one of your business that you're going to build something that's probably going to be in the bin by six months time and you're going to have redone it because you might have even pivoted what you're solving for. It's just so overwhelming. So you're like, what do I pay for? What do I not pay for? Like, I have no idea. I think just making sure you're not locked into contracts is definitely a good tip. And just try and look like six months ahead. Don't worry too much about what happens after that. I would have told you this time last year that we would have needed a team of engineers by now, and we still don't. So we're still rolling and it's fine. (laughs) So yeah, it's a journey, but you can get really far, a lot further than you think. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think that's amazing. You know, congratulations, by the way, and making it so far without having to hire a developer. That's definitely a a serious cost that if you can avoid it, good job. (laughs) Um, And I think also we're at a kind of a Goldilocks period in some ways uh, of the internet where you can build pretty robust software without needing a developer by just kind of putting third-party tools together, you know, that can work together. And that's something that wasn't really possible even even necessarily a few years ago. So it's good that you're able to kind of take advantage of, of the modern times of that. But what you were saying earlier, I, I think was really, really clever in terms of writing out really the user experience that you were imagining, like all like the flow diagram of like, okay, when a user goes here, I want them to be able to click on this and this. I want that to lead to a form and I want that form to have these fields. And when they submit the form, I want them to go over here, like all the nuances of that. Although, yes, it's definitely work, um, definitely manual. It is very valuable, even if you are working with developers, just to be clear, like I'm someone who works with developers. Uh, I'm a partial developer myself. And breaking down your thinking and not assuming things is a great way uh, just to, to create software or websites in general. So I think it's really smart that you did that. And then you also have a like a map to go back to, to be like, all right, I want to edit something. You can see when you're editing that, what other flows that might affect, because it's already been mapped out. You don't have to like remember, oh yeah, what else touches that? So I think that's a really, really smart thing to do. Did you, have you done that since the very beginning? That was just, you just kind of knew that from working in product development? Yeah, it's something that I would I would do in product just so that you can have that conversation with the engineers, I guess, and break down the problem that you're solving. And then it just became particularly valuable to me for Trace because I was kind of setting up the website through to the, the member experience, then through to the CRM, and then how they, if they want to cancel, how they cancel, and how they would, we would confirm that back from the CRM. And it was like, oh, I need all these systems to tell each other things at different points of that customer's journey. And when you start thinking about that without drawing it, for me, overwhelming. But as soon as you start drawing it, it becomes a lot simpler and you realize you just need like one little identifier and everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard to keep all that in your head. Yeah. It's, you're, it's prone to, to, to manual error for sure. And the other, I think, interesting, you know, positive, I guess, thing about this process you described is if you're writing out the user experience and you think, oh, this is going to be great, it's going to be perfect. If you have to actually write out each step that a user needs to take to accomplish something, you'll very quickly see, wow, this is convoluted or wow, this is a lot of steps. This isn't going to work. And and you haven't wasted much time. You just wrote it out on a piece of paper before you had an engineer or someone on your team build that out with no code tools. Instead of wasting all that time being like, wait, this is too complicated. We have to start over. You just, had, you just wrote it on a piece of paper, like a rough draft. And you're like, no, this is too complicated. Let's rethink this before we start building anything. Is that kind of, that help you as well? Yeah, 
hundred percent. You realize very quickly, like, wow, this has like 20 steps in it and they've not even put their credit card details in yet or something. And you're like, this is too much. Right. It becomes <laughs> obvious. Like, how did I not see it? But sometimes you need to write things out to kind of just visually see. Nope. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. All right, Joanna, thanks for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, would you like to share any resources or recommendations for folks that are trying to learn more about Trace? Yeah, I say the one thing you should do is calculate your carbon footprint. If you head on over to ourtrace.com and just scroll down the homepage, you'll find the Calculate Your Carbon Footprint section. We've got little Aussie animals, which have been very popular at the end of that. So I hope you're all perfect possums or conscientious koalas. It'll help you just in, in three minutes understand more about how you're having an impact on the world. Great. That sounds, that sounds wonderful. Everybody check them out. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> sure thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Learn more at memberspace.com.